election of Barack Obama, the nation's first African-American president. The killing of mastermind of the 9-11 al-Qaeda attacks, Osama bin Laden, by a team of U.S. Navy SEALs. Like President Obama's announcement of bin Laden's death in May 2011, much of this more recent history reflects on the response of the United States to the calamity of 9-11. That day transformed life in these United States, from the way we move through airports to fundamental American attitudes about the right to privacy versus a sense of greater security. Many of those events worsened the sense of broken trust in American institutions, political, financial, and religious organizations among them that I had described in 2002. As the wars against terror were fought, the deceptions and mistaken assumptions that led to the invasion and occupation of Iraq also shook faith in traditional norms of policy and military conduct. The flawed response to Hurricane Katrina at every level of government was a national disgrace that called into question the fundamental ability and commitment of people entrusted with the nation's basic safety. Then, the Great Recession and financial meltdown destroyed the dreams, prosperity, and economic security of millions of Americans. They watched a bitterly uncompromising Washington in which government shutdowns brought on by extreme partisanship only worsened the era of broken trust. The fundamental belief that each generation of Americans would do better than their parents was shaken in a period of starkly rising income inequality. For many Americans, the events of the early 21st century had crushed their confidence in the nation's basic institutions. But now, I believe, something else has changed. As another presidential election approaches in 2020, the fundamental faith in some of the pillars of Republican government in the United States has withered. We have gone from the era of broken trust to the era of broken democracy. My concern over the destiny of American democracy is not some dystopian fantasy. Fundamental norms of democratic traditions in the United States have been battered by decades of hyperpartisanship, widespread gerrymandering, intense voter suppression efforts, the flood of money washing over the political system, and an increased cynicism about the political process born out of what I had called the era of broken trust. That is not only sad, but dangerous. During most of the 30 years since I first wrote Don't Know Much About History, I had always remained fairly optimistic about America's future. I was the son of parents who had weathered the Great Depression, and my father had been part of the generation that went off to fight fascism in World War II. As a child, I was one of those kids who was marched down to the school basement and told to face the cinderblock walls in a Cold War nuclear emergency drill. The chances of surviving such an attack in metropolitan New York were next to nil, but March we did. And then, suddenly, the Berlin Wall fell, Germany was unified, and the Soviet Union was gone. 
In a stunning burst of freedom movements around the world in the early 1990s, the dreaded Iron Curtain disappeared and Eastern Europe shook off decades of Soviet domination. Cold War animosities, dictating a half-century of policy and politics, melted away. A new era of blossoming democracy was shared in many other places around the world, including the end of the apartheid regime in South Africa. In a brief shining moment, the hopes for more democracy and greater human rights seemed triumphant. The personal computer and internet revolutions held the promise of more information for all. An increasingly globalized world economy was touted as a means to lift millions in developing nations out of crushing poverty. And to many observers, the 2008 election of Barack Obama also signaled a new post